1: uh with Karen and Chris Welcome to Do You Need a Ride This is Chris Fairbanks and this is Karen Kilgariff Hello Karen just you and me huh
0: Hello Hello Hello. How do I
1: sound? Do I sound? Can you hear the moody blues in the background?
0: <laughs> Chris, uh, you're, you're uh, recording from the 70s today. That's cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: I just, uh, just for the memories. No, I. My neighbor. Well, he's not a neighbor. Here is. It's a abandoned house. Oh. And has been for the whole time I've lived here. It's just in a em- haunted house from a on movie on the
0: east side. That's valuable property. I'm telling
1: you, my, yes, I am, across the street from me is Angelino Heights, the historic neighborhood that boasts the most uh, Victorian homes and has hitching (laughs) posts for old Mm. bankers to ride home and and on their horses from downtown when it was just a, this was a financial city, pre-Hollywood, I'm painting a picture.
0: (laughs) You're doing the full tour. And they come
1: home and eat a a boiled boot and be mean to their (laughs) wife. But then... uh,
0: Sponsored by Lee and (laughs) Perrin.
1: And then on my street, uh, it's old apartments that are kind of run down, which is why it was affordable. But next to me are two scary places. One of them is inhabited by many a family. And then this one was empty. And then this guy just started working there at night, Uh, somehow found a power source, but he's working to make it livable. And I think he's just squatting and no one's ever asked him what he's doing.
0: Uh, I don't know though. How's that possible when...
1: uh, Because he's doing it all by himself and he has lights on at night, tarps. I think he's just reinforcing the foundation replacing some of the wood, but it's slow work. He's, <laughs> and at night, when I walk by, there's the unmistakable smell of crack being smoked. So, uh, it's okay. like leisure. There's no... I'm saying he doesn't have a boss.
0: Well, yeah, you know, his boss is crack.
1: Yeah. He has a
0: boss, and it's a merciless <laughs> and, and unyielding boss. Land, is more like cocaine. a mind lord. <laughs> Try and
1: trying to get out early on your lease with that relationship.
0: <laughs> the the idea that somebody would be renovating a house from the foundation up on crack yeah. is is if this guy achieves anything at all yeah. we should go and throw him a party. Crack, crack because,
1: doesn't give you your deposit back. What have I kept doing? No. The, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, he does get, and I've started like forcefully saying like, how's it going? And he's like, pretty good. Starting to get some work done. Like he, he's there early in the morning too, with his shirt off with a wheelbarrow. But one night, yeah.
0: I was but the to, wheelbarrow's empty. Yeah. Because he's he's just, on crack. And he's yeah.
1: talking to an invisible animal inside. <laughs> You're a big, cute little bear, aren't you? Uh, but one night his, there was just a car back there pinned to the fence. On the other side of the fence is, uh, these folks that all live together and they're, they're like bodybuilder, personal trainer guys with money. So that house is nice. There's just these two scary haunted houses, but their car was pinned against their fence and they were clearly drunk. And I'm like, uh, what's going on? Do you guys need help? And they're like, our car is stuck. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I can see that. Okay. And I just kept it was none of my business, but they are yeah. right next door. And uh, my point is, my long point is that he really likes the Moody Blues, and he plays it very loudly.
0: Is it I, the only songs I can think of? Are "Nights in White Satin." You got your "Nights in White Satin."
1: You got your. What's the other one? Uh, There's one other one. Letters I've written, never meaning to send. You've got the. That's
0: You're the just
1: same. Singing, song. That's more <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> uh, yeah, I there I for a little while was into the Moody Blues, but I can't think, it's been long enough to where I can't remember
0: any any, any of their songs right now. I mean, look, Nights of White Satin is seven minutes long and an epic tale of, I don't know, whatever it's about. So that does kind of like, you know, if you don't have a ton of hits, at least your one hit is this journey, uh, you know.
1: Letters I've Written, Never meaning to send because I love you. <laughs> is that the one where he's yes, I, I, love, I love, love
0: you. you. Bringing the strings, full oh, fucking it orchestra. Is good. But you know what? It's good like this of, of two people a- acapella singing in it on a podcast. Oh, God. Imagine the real recording when you're on crack. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. God.
1: Just whistling, along, whistling along to an empty wheelbarrow. <laughs> I just, I. it's so funny that I can't. It's imp- it's good that we can't remember any, but I I just uh, my back starts to sweat because I know when people are relaxed listening to a podcast, that's all they're doing. It's hard to think of things while you're thinking of things, and talking yeah. and recording. I, it's hard to do but it. While do you I, people are yelling Moody Blues songs all across not. all across there's America ma- and Canada. I challenge
0: all of America to there, yell one other title. There is someone in Blue
1: Germany song. right now in German screaming. Five different Ike, Moody Blues songs.
0: Ike Bean. Oh, wait. Speaking of which, have you seen that reporter that, that speaks I was, six languages?
1: I was blown away. I And also, I watched it over and over. Uh, they were all spoken so casually. Was, yes. was he just waiting for the day? Where it's like, this is an emergency. All the other affiliates have shut down. The Al Jazeera and all these countries have shut down. What are we gonna do? He's like, Well, I'll do it. I can speak all the languages. Does that help?
0: Does that can I step in? I also look like a doctor from the sixties. Would that be calming in this basically lead up to actual war?
1: I knew you were gonna say you were sexually attracted to him. Well,
0: because, Chris, and don't act like I say that all the time, <laughs> know, but that man a, was handling yeah. terrible news. It's He created a distraction from what he was actually talking about right. himself, and, which is horrible news.
1: And he was a handsome guy, well put together, knew what he was doing, and he's working around the clock. Every other language, the sun was coming up or it was going down. <laughs> the first one sun's out. 12 languages later the (laughs) the sun is down he's just on to german now
0: and also the accents like not that i would know the difference except for i've just heard people speak those languages generally and the accents and the the like you're right there was a casual air of like confidence and geniusness obviously where it's i believe it's Called being a polydact when you can speak multiple languages, which I, means there's facets of your brain that are more open than the average did person.
1: Spanish and then Portuguese. The, yeah, and I even I because I had a Portuguese-speaking Spanish teacher in college, and I never knew the difference. I but I have been presented with it on a daily basis. <laughs> One time, half my life ago, and you can <laughs> say you can and forgot all of it. Fucking! and yes. I'll remember, my zapatos are muy bonita, that means I have pretty shoes, and I like to <laughs> brag about it. But I, I could tell that, I mean, he had perfect accents
0: between yes. those two. And packages. just, and also is, it was like, you knew that if he misspoke, because he wasn't, he was clearly on location, right? So yeah. he was just staring into a handheld camera. There's no teleprompter. He didn't. Right. He was by from memory reporting that news. Even if there right? was,
1: even if he did write it out, that uh, you know that it
0: longhand.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there was some. I've, I, uh, the point is, I've been on location and made do with a, with an iPhone teleprompter. We all got our <laughs> tricks in the business. I've done broadcast <laughs> journalism. You know that about me.
0: Sure. Yeah, broadcast journalism. Yeah. Broadcast
1: journalism. <laughs> Uh, But Uh if you haven't seen it, it's just uh, type into your computer. News guy does six different accents. languages. languages.
0: (laughs) It's not just the accent. It's different. was just doing it. Hey, oh, hey. He put on a hat or
1: a mustache. He really added flair to each character.
0: I am always really obsessed, though, with people, whether it's a man or a -A 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 woman that look like that. Because truly, he he has the most low key classic good looks. Yeah, of a per, it's it's just like when um, a female reporter, if she just had like a little blonde bob and was and just kind of had like a Barbie face, we were like, what is it like to be like ca- a catalog model your whole life? Not a not an editorial model, not a Vogue cover model, but like a catalog level model. Yeah,
1: that's that's a haircut they. Forced her to have the news. Uh, I, it seems like, and I'm just saying this because I just watched the morning show, which is very good. Oh, you liked it? Oh, I loved it. Jennifer Aniston's like a super good actor. No one, yeah, she is. Told us this. She's amazing in it, but the it's, <laughs> it's clearly like, and my sister was in the news for a while and as a producer and just had the ugliest stories about every basically men coming in and changing your story, not even telling you, changing what you wrote, telling you what to wear. It is like, it was a perfect industry for them to, because that show is about the Me Too moment that we had right before COVID. Like they go through both those real life situations. So you're watching it like, oh, this is two, three years ago. You're just watching. They don't really ever show the date. But yeah, everything in there, you know that they can't just have their hair be long and beautiful. Commercial acting is the same way. You gotta have catalog hair.
0: True. Although these days it feels like commercial acting, you can be a real oddball face and make just as much money as the pretty people.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I like about uh, uh, commercials. That's why I go in there and cross my eyes and (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm not kidding. That's why I grew this goddamn mustache. You know <laughs> Just to that
0: set yourself apart.
1: J- j- and because the minute I grew it, I booked something and I kept booking things because I had yeah. this. Uh, oh, you have a classic look. I'm like, yeah, I don't really prefer it for my real life. But man, that H&R block money is pretty sweet.
0: Hell yes.
1: <laughs> Whatever. But yeah be nice to just look how you want and be glamorous, but I just love, I love on the news when they are covering a police chase. And so then they're locked into like, oh my God, I have to to add for this whole, and everyone's glued to Everyone loves watching Police chases.
0: It's one of the best parts of living in Los Angeles is it people will people go on Twitter and be like, it's starting now. And then you run to your TV. Yeah. And it's a shared experience of it's almost like watching a cop show that's real. Yeah. And it's and it like it, I think we talked about this on one episode long ago when I lived in Burbank. There was a police chase I watched one night that ended down the street from my house. It was like I wa- they came up the freeway. Uh-huh. Do you remember this? And they it ended up that they were driving down the alleys in basically in Toluca Lake. Oh, wow. And they they went and they tried to, with the police chopper overhead and the light on them, yeah. they tried to drive down an alley and go into a garage and, and the cops were everywhere. It was crazy. I... And it was like watching it... They came up the freeway and took an exit where I'm like, oh, that's right by here. Oh, that's, a- oh, I can hear the helicopter. Oh, blah, blah, blah. and then I'm watching my neighborhood on TV. Yeah,
1: I did that with uh, the triple Doppler coverage of tornadoes in Texas. One time It's coming up I-35 and I'm like, oh, that's coming my way. And I hid in my bathroom and nothing happened. But people, I think that's a weird part of police chases. people watch and they're like, oh, I hope the criminal drives by my house.
0: <laughs> Let's go out and wave to O.J. Simpson, family. That does happen sometimes. Like, I've seen it where people go out and they 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 just kind of jump up yeah. and down and, like, cheer for the escapee. Like they're
1: in the background of a video
0: game. Yay! Yay. Yay.
1: Hooray! Hooray! Grand <laughs> Theft Auto! That's why I have my pixelated flag.
0: <laughs> yeah, or... I haven't seen a good police chase in a while.
1: Yeah, They. I just love that the newspaper... The news people, yeah, the anchor anchor has to like think of interesting things to say, and it's that it's that subtle thing. Oh, he's uh, blowing a red light here. I guess it turned green at the last minute, so that was a lawful. uh... Well, there's really nothing to say. The cops are still behind them, and uh, hopefully something uh, happens to where there's a reason I'm talking, like they (laughs) did.
0: Can't. They sometimes do the thing where they go. Um, if there's a little bit of a pause, they go. And again, this is a very, very dangerous situation. <laughs> yeah. Please do not drive up. Please don't come out of your house. Please. Don't. Again, this is. Oh, and then they all have a reaction. If like some, <laughs> they almost oh, miss a car. Whoa! That was nothing. Like, that was a shadow. <laughs>
1: My Please, bad. This is Reacting. this is
0: dangerous. We're not this is not entertainment. This is very dangerous. <laughs>
1: that was uh, I spilled coffee on my laptop. I didn't want anyone <laughs> to be alarmed that had nothing to do with the uh I'm just changing my baby's diaper. The the <laughs> the chase is still in uh, pursuit, but I I just noticed the what's in the diaper. So that was the exclamation I made.
0: <laughs> Chris, look at the face that I just brought into my Zoom.
1: Oh man. What kind of dog is that? Look at her. That's the...
0: She's the... Someone dropped her off at a night, overnight drop-off. Deposit box? At a, yeah, at a shelter. Oh,
1: no. In the
0: desert area, and...
1: I was just in the desert area, and there's so many people that have little desert dogs, and... Yeah. It made me even more... I was hanging out with a blue healer, and they're very smart. Like, if you're in a... My friend had a blue healer. He's, he's gotten a little I'm older sorry, now. Sorry,
0: really quick. Mm-hmm. We're talking about my dog. Oh,
1: I know. I was going to say, <laughs> all after listing all the things I love about blue healers, I'm like, but yet it those things pale in comparison to the dog you're holding currently. To
0: this mutt. Yeah, is what this, I was going to say. To this non denominational, all dogs mixed into one dog. Yeah. What church Animal. do you go
1: to? Dog? Hey. You're non
0: denominational? I'm Episcopalian. Oh, good. I'm Methodist. <laughs> We're allowed to talk. Oh, cool. I'll see you at guitar mass later. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like I'm putting her mouth up by the mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got it. And people, they, they,
1: they hear in your voice if you're being, if you're really selling it. Yeah, that's <laughs> guitar right. Guitar mass. <laughs> yeah, that dog uh, clearly acts like, thank you for saving me and keeps yeah. telling you "Well, well, you're.
0: She gets a little stressy if she. Like, she needs to, um, she goes from eating to peeing to going on a walk to coming back and being given a treat. So, like, if I sit in front of, like, computer for too long, she has to do stuff like this. Yeah. Because she just needs...
1: When's the next... She needs
0: to know it's all okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. She needs little stimulants, little rewards.
0: It's cute and irritating at the same time.
1: Yeah. When you got that dog, was she, like, uh, malnourished or... Or hairless or have a bad eye or anything?
0: (laughs) She, they took care of her. So they, uh, it was, it's a rescue place called Blue Man Dog. Mm -hmm. And I thought she was old when I saw her picture. So I was like, oh, I'm going to adopt an old gal and give her a break. She's a year old. (laughs) She just looks kind of old. Yeah. And a little janky, right? That's what I thought about. They brought her, yeah. yeah, they brought her to health. Mm-hmm. And so she's she's nothing wrong with her, um, but except for that, she's a little shy. Yeah. And so you have to treat dogs like that. Like you have to kind of leave them alone when they. So the, when they're first adjusting, they can like figure out what the hell is going on. They don't get nervous.
1: Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, when I started feeding my old cat in front of my house, I thought the cat was ten years old a foggy like cataract eye <laughs> bear a bare pink belly oh yeah a, a <laughs> like distended belly w- little ear mites like if you zoom in like it's like from a ren yeah. and skimpy cartoon <laughs> and then and then all they did is look at his teeth and they're like oh this cat's only two i'm like oh. and after a few cans of tuna that eye went back to its normal working yeah
0: for real? It yeah. was like a temporary cat. Oh, here's cataract? the
1: crazy thing about that cat. When there was many black and white cats in my neighborhood sharing the cat dish in front of the house, Teg T- and I would put one out there, and then there'd be a cat and a possum and a cat and another pot. Poss- they just hung out with possums. No one told them. Uh, yep. and, and they all had a foggy eye. They all had one bad eye. So I'm like, oh, they're all related. They all have a genetic eye thing. But my, my kitty's eye got better. And Nancy, it was Sid and Nancy. <laughs> Nancy uh, never really took to coming in the house. She was a wild one. And so she stayed outside with her bad <laughs> eye. And she'd um. come say hi to Sidney and he would just turn his back on her.
0: Because <gasps> he was different now, but he yeah, was in the big house. He really,
1: he really is a perfect uh, analogy for what happened to Venice Beach. <laughs> he just became a rich Santa Monica boat person, and turned his back on
0: Dogtown, baby. <laughs> That's uh, sux. Sucks. Wait a second, though. But you took that cat. Like you got, you took him to the vet and got rid of everything and got him all yeah. ship shape
1: and and Aww. and put him in a in a uh, pillowcase. I looked online. There, nice, like if you to put, drown him, <laughs> that was the first a plan. I filled a barrel with molasses. I was going to dip that cat in and seal the lid. But then I had second thoughts and uh, took, no, I looked online. They, they said with a cat, a younger cat, or it just said any cat, put them in a, in a pillowcase and they will kind of act like they're in the mother's womb or something. Oh, the, uh, Who knows the, the accreditation of whoever typed that out and put it on the <laughs> internet. Because the other, when I put the cat in there, I just thought I'd be like Heathcliff, like punching, trying to punch yeah, holes in it and scratch just me. Just a
0: little ball tornado with stars and uh, hashtags coming out. Yeah,
1: he just kind of stood still in there and meowed. And I brought the cat in a, in a pillowcase to the vet. And that it was only then that I realized I had done something strange because they were like, why? <laughs> why is your cat in a pillowcase? Like, I found
0: a website. But, That's uh, how you found out that um, <laughs> anyone can make a website if they have like 1999 and a GoDaddy account. Yeah, so yeah, this was. You can't just be believing the first thing that comes no, up. No,
1: this was GoDaddy. This is before we all knew about the fake news, Karen.
0: Fake news. I actually are with our old cat. I made a box. Like I never thought to buy a crate. For the cat, even though obviously you have to take animals to the vet, yeah. so you might as well invest because you're going to use it at least, you know, 10 or 15 times. Sure. I made a, i I punched holes, like, you know, pretty big holes um, in a box and oh, then yeah. sh- put the cat inside, shut it, and that cat— first of all, tried to shove his whole head out. It was Angus. Tried to shove his whole head out through a like a tiny penny-sized hole. <laughs> like he was just trying to shove his head out as yeah. hard as he could. And then in the car, in that box, he was just, he was meowing, but it sounded like the word why. So he'd go, why, why? And I could not <laughs> stop laughing. Cause it was just, he was just like, what are you doing to me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> why a
0: box? <laughs> Why? Why not a store bought carrier? <laughs> Why, <laughs> Why am I not good enough?
1: <laughs> I well, the at the pet store when I had to fly with my cat, of course I didn't want to because I forgot about those cardboard carriers. But my cat was pretty strong and and had been through some shit, and I could see easily tearing <laughs> through any box. Uh, yeah. So I got the top of the line, like. They, it had a warranty, you know, it was like an $80 suitcase for cats, but the mesh, it had a lot oh, yeah. of night. And within 10 minutes on that flight, and I sedated the cat, that's how I found out the cat had feline AIDS, which okay. they didn't brace me for at all. They just said AIDS, and I freaked out. But anyway, as I we were flying, the cat was being crazy and panting and ate through that mesh, and like you said, found the smallest hole in the mesh and was just birthing his face out of there. Like his eyes were pulled back and I there was nothing I could do. I'm like, well, at this point, I'm just unzipping it because you're going to hurt yourself or get strangled in the mesh. So I unzipped it while we're flying. And I've probably told this story before, but the cat...
0: 1,000 times
1: have I know. I know. But it, it, we, we came to it so organically.
0: No, we did. This is the most yeah. natural version of this yes. story. Yes.
1: And this is me actually visually reliving it. That leads up to the point. I never quite explained in the past 12 times I've told it <laughs> why I opened the carrier. I thought yes. my kitty was going to choke on the mesh hole. So there you go. And if you want to hear the rest of that story, listen to our back catalog.
0: (laughs) Also, I'm positive. I've told the Angus (laughs) in the box yelling why story. No, So no judgments.
1: You are telling stories to the same person who forgets all the stories he's told. So yeah, there have also been times where I'm retelling the same story to you. One from seven years ago. And I see in your face, although you just did it, I misread. It seems like you're hearing it for the first time. So I just keep going.
0: Chris, that's because I've studied as an actress. Right. And I have dedicated myself as a life performer, yeah, in a way where I say what I'm saying in my head mm-hmm. is my job right now is to as as to be a listener right. and to say, what's good about this story that you've never heard before? Right. what how can you dig into this? And I'm telling you the mesh detail yeah. is was my entry point. That's here. just
1: good improv. That's a, was, that
0: you've got to hook in yeah
1: we we were born with that. Take that Emerson College.
0: We're both. It's yeah. natural. Yes, yeah. maybe we do negate. Yes, maybe we do not heighten, and instead we right. get smaller. We often still,
1: we often deny each other's uh, ideas know, but, or requests. Uh, we the I will, will no but the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you've said this before.
0: No, but I've heard the scorpion story in the boot already. <laughs> it's what we do. It's what it's the glory of having your own podcast, you can, it's your right to tell the same story over and over if it's your podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because what, what, what lunatic out there has just listened to all of them, the chances are of whoever's listening and remembers that story, it won't be fresh and they will not have just listened to that one episode from five years ago. Well, it's been
0: years since I talked to to somebody behind the wheel with a single tear rolling down their cheek. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: and I he do called exist. me a
0: lunatic. I'm not a lunatic. I just listened to this. <laughs> it's on shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't control the stupid content you guys put out.
1: <laughs> she turns out she doesn't enjoy it. <laughs>
0: Was forced. What if it's someone's, like, fucking job to listen to this podcast and they hate it? <laughs> cut to Casey, our producer.
1: <laughs> Crying. Single tear. Single
0: tear. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, it's great. Well, you got to catch
0: up. Got keep listening, Casey. You got a lot of episodes back there. Uh, Casey, of, you're going to hear these stories so oh, many so times. So many
1: versions of the Cat Aids. You, but again, to defend myself, that that story commonly goes down the AIDS Avenue, and I took a left turn on Mesh Boulevard. That's
0: right, because we had to build a cul-de-sac on AIDS Avenue. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, I have. To, I might have to kick these dogs out because here's a new thing. So I got some toys for this for Blossom, the new dog, but Frank, who has never cared about toys, suddenly I busted out. Um, to uh, these of just kind of standard, they're basically like rubber tennis balls type of balls. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, Frank, that's his obsession. And he won't leave it alone. And he carries it around. Did I tell you this already? Where he walked no. out? Sometimes they bark... Um, if the pool filter goes on, it makes noise. So he has to go bark at it at 7.30 in the morning. But this one morning, he (laughs) walked out with the ball in his mouth. So he was barking, but he was muting himself, basically. So he was like, ah, ah, (laughs) ah. Because he wouldn't drop this ball. And it's like the the puppy has now reinvigorated his love of toys. Yeah, that's great. She's like, all she wants to do is for him to... Dude, would like tug-of-war on some toy, and yeah. he literally won't. He just stares at her. It's really cute.
1: That's so funny, because he has to be like, oh, I used to be just like you, not long ago. <laughs> Look, just while we were talking, I made a, a little a butcher knife for my next kitchen.
0: Oh, well, tiny. It
1: looks all... It's because the foil is weird. Maybe it's not.
0: No, it looks like a knife. Yeah, a little does, tiny knife. A tiny.
1: Yeah, I just watched Halloween. so I Stab a little <laughs> screaming actress with it. God, what a terrible movie! It stressed me out. But I, I'm this, gonna work. Oh, it's so scary. I, I is it? The, I don't like scream. I don't like Halloween. I don't like the just. Why'd you like, watch it then? A, I don't know because I had. Na- I thought that I thought that. Uh, what's uh, my favorite person ever? Was Jamie, gonna, Lee, Jamie Curtis? Lee Curtis was going to be in it and it <laughs> it was I was watching the Rob Zombie version.
0: Oh no. Uh, Are you crazy? Yeah,
1: that Desert Rocker <sighs> can't make a movie to save his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and it was very gory and just gratuitous like I don't know, it just killing. I I don't like it. Anyway, I, I'm got this knife I'm going to make I actually ordered uh I'm going to make a little house and do the little skate park outside with little bags of cement and cinder blocks and stuff. I ordered the tiny construction stuff. So I'm very excited just to reassure everyone. I know it seemed like a fleeting thing, my love of miniatures, but I'm going to be back into it. it.
0: I I would argue, I would, I'm going to speak up. Sorry. There's, there's a little background noise with, um, Blossom trying really hard to get Frank to do a tug of war with her. And he went, she won't leave it alone. Well, it's and okay. I have a lot of pa- paper on the ground, but uh, that's normal no noise. One, though it's
1: not moody blues. It's, not, it's fine.
0: <laughs> uh, although both dogs are on crack. Um, <laughs> but really to bad, really. I was going to say, oh, that on behalf of the listener, I think I, it's my right to say. Nobody would ever believe that your love of miniatures is insincere or right. a, a a fleeting thing. I
1: think that a lot of people have been questioning uh, my practice and and that <laughs> that it's like, oh, Who? you made one bookstore and now you think you can talk about miniatures all the time. You're a you're a poser and a fraud, they'll say.
0: Uh-oh. Chris, yeah. have you been spending a lot of time on social media? This is <sighs> it's to me, the this only sounds place like Instagram. I know.
1: I even talked to people that someone drunkenly said. You talk down to people on the podcast. Do you ever do any research? And I, I even what? interact with those people. I'm like, "Oh no, I'm sorry. This is my first hate mail." And then she was like, "It's okay. I was drunk." I I listened to uh, I listened to it a lot. And I'm
0: like, "Oh, we're f- literally First of all, whoever that person is and if me you're a listening twat. now, what the fuck's wrong with you?" She called me a twat. Um, <laughs> what? She said, "You're a twat." <laughs>
1: And then oh, I said, maybe. "Hey, what's this?" And she's like, "I was drunk." And I'm like, "Oh, oh." So
0: that was the fl- kind of flirting. That's a little no. Nah, I don't know.
1: I think it was just but, strangeness.
0: What I was gonna say <laughs> is that seems like a borrowed criticism because what the hell are you supposed to research on this stupid fucking show? Yeah, like yeah, seriously, yeah. it couldn't be a more random conversational. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Or we're talking about stand up comedy, which. We've both done like 30 plus years of research
1: on. There's been a handful of times and it had to be in reference to one of the times we'll have a guest on and we just get, oh, and your thing is called this or whatever. Like a lot of times we're pretty loose with that approach or I am. But other times we nail it. You know, I feel like with a guest, like knowing a little bit and that turns into a fun conversation. So whatever. It's not an exact science. I'm
0: not. It's. It's it's not a science at all. It's just a conversation that yeah. gets recorded.
1: <laughs> I know, I There's know. There's no science I, involved. I promise you, I've only gotten one message like that. It's usually the sweetest.
0: <laughs> You're a twat. I
1: know, I know. I was like, well, well it, she must be from England. Uh, it just seems like an English thing to say. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh, I'm good at accents. It
0: really doesn't make sense. No, it's no, re-
1: it was. But I do
0: love the the. Uh, at least there is a little bit of accountability that they that she said I'm drunk. Oh yeah, so that's yeah, funny.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was an old message that I was like, oh, I've never found this folder. But I do like interact. <laughs> I do. I do read messages, and I do like saying thank you. And are your
0: DMs open? Sure. Yeah. Chris.
1: Yeah. No, so far, no weirdos. That's how I know. Well, no weirdos have ever come to shows because they know secretly that uh, I got a dark side and no one wants to mess with me, I think.
0: <laughs> right. They know your little knives. Yeah. They know what you're up
1: yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> Not five minutes ago, I was talking about my obsession with stabbings. So don't be coming up to me after a show with your drunken twat talk. <laughs> don't you dare! Don't be, oh, you know I gotta. Oh, it's a fine line, and once you cross it, whoo,
0: it's karate time, baby. Do do your research. You're talking down to people. It's like, wait, are you sure you're listening to the right podcast?
1: Yeah, yeah. Are you are you trying to listen to the Daily or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do your research. But this house, I'm going to dedicate a whole shelf to it. There's going to be a skate park, a little kid's room, uh, uh, a sweet fan that I'll make a guitar for so the kid will have an electric guitar. Same person who called you a twat? Nope, nope. I'm just (laughs) one of the many, many sweet fans. You got to get on Instagram, Karen. You could have all these virtual relationships. But here's the thing. Once they show, these are real people. It's not... a, A lot of people hide and And uh, they're like, oh, these that person really likes this. It's legitimate. (laughs) It's like a real friendship or something. Once they show up to a show, and I know the person's name because I've interacted with them for two years. Yes, it's really neat. It is like uh, pen pals or whatever, except you're meeting dozens at a time, and it's a lot. And so it doesn't last too long. It's like, hey, great to meet you. And it's fun (laughs) to remember certain things. You're the one that does this for a living. Yep. It's fun. It's been a good memory thing, too. It's like my Sudoku.
0: Well, and I I do that sometimes to people because I do recognize people, um, especially when I was on social media, much, much more kind of addicted to it. And I did remember seeing people over and over, people saying, I love this. This is the greatest or whatever. So that if they came around the corner for our meet and greets... Um, because also that it would make sense. Those are the people that then are like, oh, no, sure. I want to actually, I'll pay money that's to meet them. That's 80% who you're
1: meeting is, is yeah. those Yeah, and then people.
0: they, so they, yeah. they, I've done that to a couple, it's usually women. They come around the corner and I go, I know you from Twitter. And they go, what? And they yeah. totally freak out. Or it's like, yeah, because you're talking to me, the iMac, that's actually yeah. me on there. I know it's right, you.
1: Right, right. Yeah. yeah, sometimes people think that uh, someone is, answering on our behalf or something like, I thought you had an assistant pretend to
0: answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: not that yeah, busy. Right.
0: Although there are people that have me, that there are accounts on Instagram that are, it says my name, but it isn't, I'm not on Instagram. So oh. anybody who has my name on Instagram is a fucking fraud. Well,
1: uh, yeah, you got to look for that little check mark. Yeah, there's oh, a right. there's a Karen like fan site that sometimes. Yeah.
0: God bless them. fun.
1: But, uh, yeah, this is the most important interaction. The one-way listening kind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the one where you have to DM your criticisms later, you twats. <laughs> what a I fun have to say. It's a, it's a really fun word because normally I don't like that word. That word makes me very reactive. But in this scenario where it's just a drunk girl, it's like, you're kind of skinny. Yeah. It, calling a man a twat is <laughs> yeah, fucking hilarious. Yeah, I know, hilarious. I know. Exactly. It's genius. Yeah, and, it's genius.
1: and I'm pretty sure she's uh, in England. So it with the accent, call me whatever it you want. Works. Some of the words are great.
0: For real. Yeah. But, yeah, and Which brings us back to that reporter that spoke six languages.
1: yeah. He, yeah, he could have been dropping, with some of those languages, just dropping the C-bomb. Boy, I, there, a lot of, a, not that long ago, I said the C-word a couple times, to, jokingly, and you laughed, and it was, but I was doing a character of some kind, and I said it twice. I just want to apologize. Were you playing a character on our
0: podcast to uh, say that?
1: Yeah, you and I were doing two-man improv. No, I just, I don't know. I was riffing and I said it. And then I was like, I probably shouldn't have said that. So I'm like, here it comes again. And I yelled it. (laughs) And then uh, some, oh, my book, my, my, Brian, the guy that's been helping me, uh, my friend that, or he's he's my booker. He, uh, he said, yeah, I listened to an episode. You said the C word twice. I'm like, oh yeah, I do now quite vividly remember that. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he just was surprised because I didn't seem like a seed dropper.
0: No, you're you don't seem like a seed dropper. That word does make me laugh, especially when British people say right. it, because in that, England it's point. not a big yeah. deal, and I love that cultural difference of like. It, because I think I may have told you this, but there's an equivalent in Irish, which is the word fanny. Fanny, yeah. A very, very dirty word. And we were in Ireland, and right. I was with Flanagan from Largo. Yeah. And I said it, and I was using it, you know, the American way. And I was like, something fanny he goes, you can't Are say you that. Are you sure? I, go,
1: fanny? I don't believe that you were using the American.
0: <laughs> oh, I sat right on my fanny. <laughs> but I said it. <laughs> full voice and he was yeah. literally like ducking down going stop saying stop saying it and oh it's just, wow like, it was so hilarious oh, to so me it's, it's worse such a, like, than the c word it's worse than the c word over there and it's like i've heard that
1: i've heard it's it. such
0: a juvenile it's like a word for little kids in america yeah. and it's like the you're in ireland it's you're it's literally you're talking about female genitalia that
1: yeah oh yeah and where it's like you get a spanking on the fanny Boy, imagine if you said that in Ireland. That's you can't. A big...
0: This is now an, a rated X podcast. Hey, in we're Ireland, talking in the UK.
1: Eighties Midwest mom spanking your fanny. <laughs>
0: no, stop talking
1: about it. Oh, right. Your
0: Booker's going to lose his mind.
1: Really? Wow. Well, <laughs> it's just isn't that funny? Where we come from, it's a it's a childish word for a butt. Yeah. Not even the butt. Not even the genitals of the butt. Just the meaty. Roundness Stop. of the cheeks. Stop. <laughs> the gen- Yeah, no, I just want to make sure people have this clear. P- no. Specifically on a child. No, 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 medium no. The no. roundness Stop.
0: Stop. of a child. This is all bottom. out. We're out. We, were, we started being out when I started talking about Ireland. And we're out through this.
1: Okay. Out. I won't say the word. I'll just replace it with funny. Funny <laughs> is basically saying Bottom. Here. Correct. In Correct. where we live. You Correct. get a spanking on your funny bottom. <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry of where you live. It's a word that'll send you straight to
0: hell. It's filled. Or jail. This become a serious, the government's going to have to investigate well, this Well, I mean, now. there's so a lot of examples.
1: They also call a trunk a bonnet on a car. <laughs> and uh, the hood.
0: The, tr- the trunk is a
1: boot. The, the trunk is a boot hood. and the hood is a bonnet. Yep. Yeah. And, and it's the lift like, well, is an elevator. Yeah. I take offense to that as an Amish <laughs> milkmaid.
0: <laughs> How dare you? How dare. How dare
1: you disgrace my hat Walk of Walk into choice? this
0: barn raising and tell me my boot is a bonnet. <laughs> uh, this is that's... probably the best podcast episode we've ever hey, recorded. I, you know I what?
1: Like. I'm going to say in all seriousness, The people that like us are liking this the most because it's (laughs) you and us old school riffing. We don't need no car
0: with no fucking way, man.
1: Yeah, we've been swearing. We've been taught telling it like it is. We've been retelling old stories.
0: Yeah, this is this is dinar at its finest essence.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't need a car. We will be back in the car. We talked about that today at a meeting, but we don't know yep. when. It's just you got to hang on. It's something to look forward to.
0: It's like a build up to the future thing. It's going to happen soon, but when you don't know. Karen's right. It's like a build up to the future thing.
1: <laughs> Get ready. Get ready. The thing <laughs> is out there and it's in the future. Building up to it.
0: Um, uh, that's fun. Well, are you worried about the queen I at all? You, have you heard
1: about Mary Kay lately?
0: I thought you were going to try. <laughs> have uh, you heard of Jaffra products?
1: I haven't. And but I did see on Twitter someone was uh saying a disgraceful thing about the queen, some, like someone not at all connected to the queen. So I'm like, whatever. I I didn't dive into that. Wormhole. There was a
0: rumor that she died. And then people were confirming that that was actually just a rumor. Then people were saying, well, too late. I, th- I already think she died or something. Because she has COVID. Oh,
1: got you. And I'm dumb. I'm in talking that,
0: about Queen Elizabeth. By I the was way.
1: literally, and I think you know it, you can tell by looking into my blank eyes, thinking of Princess Diana. And I'm like, like they're gonna fake those graphic photos I accidentally saw, that fateful night in the oh. tunnel.
0: Oh, the worst.
1: Yeah, it was the worst. And I remember uh so many people uh being really upset she was beloved. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that much about the queen. I don't
0: know. You should watch The Crown. It's actually really good.
1: I loved uh, The Great. Okay. Same people.
0: Same people. No. It is. The Crown and The Great are the same... Story making groups. Oh, I thought you meant same country. It's like you're simply. Oh incorrect. no, no, and no! You're that being was condescending, weird... and you're a twat. No, the, the, oh,
1: I am a twat. You know, <laughs> ah, take it right, you in know? the fanny. Oh, I did it again. Oh, nuts. Sorry if you're from the specific place that hates that word. Uh, no, that—that's what was interesting about the great. Is there? It was just English, uh, but they were all in Russia. It's just like let's not make everyone do Russian accents will just be Yeah, No, that would be
0: odd. Yeah. God, that show is good. I've talked I ad, it. ad nauseum about how much I love that That show. Elle Fanning. So good. She's such a great actress. And those Fanning gals who grew up and grew up in front of the camera Mouse are Fanning so gals. talented. Those Mouse. Fanning gals. Everyone
1: loves a Fanning gal. A
0: hey, Fanning gal. By the way, did
1: you, have you voted? <laughs> I, I paid my SAG dues, so they sent me 50 DVDs, and one of them is, uh, you know, there's a thing that I have to fill out, and Elle Fanning's on it. I'm going to vote Best Actress in a Comedy Series. You Elle should. Fanning. She deserves it. She does. She's great. Because she's
0: doing everything, plus wearing a gigantic heavy wig yeah. that's also hot, and a gigantic outfit. Yeah. She's and doing a, all of that in that gigantic dress. And a painful corset. They, she, had, she had, they hurt your ribs. That's right. Women yeah. really suffer for boutique television. What is Let's it never called?
1: Forget. And I, I, they used to have an ad for it on Wednesday, Wendy's tabletops, you know, those old-timey <laughs> ads. It's a cushion. It's a spring that hides under your dress. Uh, <laughs> it's but called it a acts, bustle. What
0: is it? Oh, oh, the thing that you sit on? Yeah,
1: it's a seat, but it's your butt. Yeah. It's like, new spring-loaded bloomers.
0: Well, the... <laughs> There was the bustle was the thing bustle. that used to tie to the top of your butt. So if you had a flat butt, your dress would still stick out. But it was made of spring, right? N- not normally, but I'm sure that those tabletops and the old-fashioned <laughs> advertising that was lacquered onto them, because yeah. I have the same memory. Yeah. It was all that stuff where it's like snake oil, that'll cure your ills or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then it's like, here's a bustle that you can also use as a seat. It yeah. wouldn't be, I'm sure it wasn't like. And I and look, I haven't done my research, right. so I'm really being a twat about this, but <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I bet you that was like a fad or a thing they tried to sell that people would be like, I no woman's gonna tie a spring around her waist and be like, This is great all day long.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I love those old and by the way, anytime we're about to say something where we're not sure if we're right or not, let's have this weird twat continue to come up. <laughs> I think it's so specific. I don't really know what I'm saying here. So at the risk of being a twat. uh, I didn't
0: do my research and I'm being a little, I need to be a little condescending because it's my personality. So guess what? It's twat time. I'm
1: sorry I didn't go to the library and read through some microfiche. But yeah, I I love those old timey ads. I try to draw like that all the time like are you unable to walk drink this and you'll be tap dancing right or or the old ones babies love the soothing it soothes their teeth to drink seven up like i've <laughs> literally seen ads yes yeah. Yeah. with with oh yeah that it was coca-cola because there was actual cocaine in it they put rowdy powder right. in that shit
0: a nice pick-me-up in the afternoon if you're going to have your bustle with your spring in it and you sit down. You know how babies a, in the afternoons
1: cola? need naps? <laughs>
0: Give them a little cocaine. A little cocaine. Baby's ready for grandma to visit, at the very least. <laughs> I do I do like, because there was no legal limit to what kind of fake medicine people could right. sell back then. There was and no so FDA. Those, Right, Back there was then. no any any oversight, and they used to have. And this this is talk about not researched. I'm just kind of blabbing now, but there were there were the medicine shows where people they would drive around and they would land outside your town, right? Like say pioneer days, and then they they'd be like, "This was the thing. It cures cancer. It cures ep- uh, you know, dermatitis. It cures everything here, whatever." And it's just a big thing of like olive oil with you know. Something bad. In right.
1: It. I remember that in so many like Disney show when my parents would drop me off at the movies and there'd be a double feature of some you Puff the Magic dragon. Did that have Elixir Salesman in it? I always thought that was an interesting Pete's job. Pete's Dragon, maybe? <laughs> Pete's Dragon, not Puff Pete's the Magic. That's ah, hard yeah. to keep. There was two dragons I had to keep straight as a kid.
0: In the 70s, there were two major dragons <laughs> yeah, you had to yeah. pick a side. You yeah. had to pick your oh, fucking dragon. I was
1: a Pete's Dragon guy. I don't don't need that nauseating song.
0: Pete, uh, Pete's Dragon is the first movie I saw in the theater. I have very dim memories of it, but I just remember the screen being gigantic. My looking at my parents like, guys, this was a great plan. Like I was so into it, and Pete's Dragon was the one that was it was live action and a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: not. I mean, we thought that Cool World invented that. (laughs) No step aside, Brad Brad
0: Pitt. Get There's out a here. new dragon from <laughs> That's No, that's Puff, the magic dragon. Right. They're Do both from the same
1: dragon land, Hanalee, <laughs> A town called Hanalee. Uh, but yeah, I vividly remember that. And, the, and the, just the idea of going t- from town to town and tricking people into buying your snake oil. It's so right. funny. But actual advertising used to say things like, cigarettes. these cigarettes are healthy. They make yeah. you live longer. I don't know. Screw it. Let's say it like in Mad Men era dudes. Yeah. Just
0: <laughs> lying. Oh, man. All kinds of. Well, also, yeah, like cigarette ads used to have doctors in them. That would be like, if you're going to smoke, try Carlton, you know, whatever. Right.
1: Oh, I definitely recall one that said it's the kind I use and yeah. it's a doctor. And it's like, well, if the doctor uses smokes.
0: Also, we just so my dad was in town. And so. We oh, yeah. What'd were- you do? Uh, mostly just sat around and watched what what I called the movie festival, like yeah. a film festival. So we started watching all movies with Dennis Farina in them. So we watched <laughs> Get Shorty one night. We watched Out of Sight another night. Oh my God. And we watched- um, Out of
1: Sight. Oh, it's so good.
0: It's such a good movie. Great. But then we started off, we kicked it off, and this was like, well, the first one was Heaven Can Wait, which someone on our Exactly Right staff meeting yeah. had recommended. And it is a great movie. It holds up perfectly. It's a Buck yeah, Henry movie. I love it.
1: Yeah. It's Buck such Henry. a good movie.
0: But then, uh, we went from there to Midnight Run. Robert De Niro, Charles Grodin. Oh, yeah, it's if great. you've never it I, is the perfect I, dad movie. The one perfect. acting
1: class I took in Austin, I, I had to do several scenes from that movie with Eddie Gosling. At, from
0: Midnight Run? Yeah, and
1: it was so fun.
0: It's so I got it's to such do a good that. movie. It's Tootsie. written so well. Yeah. But the point my point was is that in the movie Midnight Run, and a lot of those movies, but especially in I Run, there's so much smoking. People yeah, are yeah. constantly smoking, <laughs> constantly lighting up and throwing a cigarette over their shoulder after two puffs, constantly taking cigarettes from each other. And it was the 80s. It wasn't like it was the 50s or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, that's, it went, people smoke like chimneys right up until 1995 when they passed that law.
1: Right. And I think it was also, it's, it's with acting, it's a thing that you can do. Like a multitasking, I've I've acted a little, but sometimes I'll just do a thing that isn't part of it, like scratch my elbow or or do something. So you're not fully focused on what, yeah. So it just you're doing a human thing, yeah, yeah. So it's like "Ah, it's easier to read a line if you're also putting making a sandwich, you know, right? Because.
0: The tr- and the truth of it is, people don't listen to each other by sitting there, stock still, staring yeah, at yeah. you. It's like you're always doing something else. You're rarely actually focused yeah. when you're when someone's talking to you and you're talking back. Um, next
1: time I go on one well, of these cat food commercials or something, I'm just gonna light up. I gotta start nailing it. You, you know, you I gotta to. To get my uh, health insurance. Oh, that's I ironic. Up.
0: I would light up, and then I would start. Zipping and unzipping your sweatshirt over yeah. and over, almost like you're like a little, like a like you're playing it. Yeah, and then you're just like, this is what real people do. This is it's, yeah. it's called fidgeting. It's real.
1: I do. I do fidget. Oh, I hope that's okay. Well, it's real. Yeah, there, my dad would have loved to have gone to your film festival.
0: <laughs> it was four dads. Well,
1: you just mentioned. Yeah, you just. A Dennis Farina film festival? (laughs) My dad might be the only person on his street that would buy tickets to that.
0: (laughs) He loves Dennis Farina. Dennis Farina is... And here's the thing, you get to see this range because in Get Shorty, he's the biggest asshole ever. My dad was crying laughing. You know, by Uh the end of Get Shorty, his nose is so broken, it's like insane. (laughs) And then he shows up and out of sight and he's just like the chill dad, J-Lo's dad. dad. And he's real calm. And then, yeah, and he's also a big asshole in... um, Midnight Run as well. He's just, he can do it all. Every kind of
1: jerk. I always expected him to be killing a lot of people in something. He looked like a scary guy. So I really did appreciate him in Out of Sight. If you haven't seen Out of Sight, it's a J-Lo joint. and Man, she's
0: good. She really, it is the most romantic movie. I, I truly believe. One
1: of our first the first ten episodes, we talked about the uh, them dressing, undressing across the room from each other. Oh. the tension oh. the clooney j lo tension
0: as our our friendship hope calls him the clones because he did you ever see the movie The Descendants, that Hawaii movie where George Clooney's wife um is in an accident and she's in a coma and he has to like hold the family together? No, I have not. It's actually a great movie. I think, I believe it's Alexander Payne. I could be wrong, but I think it is. And at one point, George Clooney, spoiler alert, finds out that his wife was having an affair with Matthew Lillard. And Chip Pope's review of this movie was in what world would would you pick Lillard over the Clunes? Never gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. And the way he said it so casually, and yeah. it made me, like, cry laughing. Because it's, you're so right. Like, I can't believe a movie where we're supposed to be pretending this man over here is not, hands down, devastatingly more handsome and appealing than His everyone on I- this yeah, whole yeah. island. Yeah. He's, you can't put George Clooney in a movie... And try to everyman him. You yeah. can't do it to him. Yeah, it doesn't work.
1: Stand him next to the the guy that messed up, Shaggy. And I'm I'm only saying <laughs> that because I'm I would have been so much better. Like hey, Scooby Doo. He didn't even oh. try and do the voice. He didn't even <laughs> try. He's like, so grow a goatee and just show up. Get out of oh. here, Lillard.
0: No, for real.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't, didn't like his Scooby Doo. His shaggy. did
0: anybody else? Wait, who played? Oh yeah, that's the did one. Did anyone Freddy else Prince wrong Jr. me from the
1: Scooby Doo movie? <laughs> Why? Yes, I'm glad you asked.
0: <laughs> uh, Freddie Prince Jr. was Fred, and he's not a natural blonde. Yeah, what's was he the, do?
1: Fred's, he supposed, he to be Fred's six, supposed four and beefy. Yeah, Fred's on the husky side, and he's
0: six. <laughs> he might be six six.
1: He he's barely six, can six. get
0: in the van. His, and the circumference of his chest is 52 inches and his waist is a petite 28 inches. Yeah,
1: yeah. They, he has to get special tailored white sweaters. Might <laughs> as well get, get special, them monogrammed.
0: Special neckerchiefs. Oh yeah, neckerchiefs. He wore chips. Oh. <laughs> it was so 70s. God, they, so 70s.
1: Yeah. We've covered our entire childhoods here.
0: Yeah, we've kind of done it. And look. We're right on the one hour mark, Chris. Hey, I we nailed I, I, this shit.
1: I knew that it was time to look in a few seconds. Um, do you
0: have any other topic that you want to cover on this one of our greatest and yes, filthiest episodes ever? I do believe ever?
1: that this comes out because I asked last time. I am going to be in San Francisco.
0: California?
1: California. The Bay Area. You might be familiar with growing up very close to this city. This What club? It's called Cheaper Than Therapy. Uh, So just go to my website. I can't remember the address, but it is four nights, uh, 17th to the 20th.
0: What area of San Francisco?
1: It's right in the mix of it, right in the thick of it. Right. You can (laughs) go outside and get a mission burrito. And uh, so maybe it's the mission district. I'm not sure. Yeah, that would make sense. But yeah, I think it might be. But it's called Cheaper Than Therapy and it'll be on my website. That's all. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think. Is it a. You're headlining, or is it like a, a five-person show, or is it like
1: it's just what's the deal? Me and hopefully some local funny Bay Area comics. I I actually will call John, the nice guy that books it, and see what. But I've done it a few times, and it's great. I, I great room. I, yeah, I loved it. At last time, there was no microphone, and that made me nervous at first. But then I, it felt like I was stage performing. I've talked about this. Before too, but I was that was the show where I had to learn to like gesticulate and use my diaphragm and be yeah. theatery during stand up. And I walked away uh, feeling like I was better at stand up because I wasn't just hiding behind a microphone like I that's right. I like am back to doing, but they now have a microphone <laughs> and a hell of a sound system cheaper than therapy, M- San March, Francisco, California, March 17th to 20th.
0: You know, people in San Francisco are really comedically discerning. At least they were yeah. 49 years ago when I lived there. Yeah. That's where all the all the great people who were really like, I want to be good at stand-up yeah. comedy. And I feel like that has not changed. The young no. people coming up that are there, they're discerning, they're passionate, they're into it. Yeah. And so if you live in the Bay Area, go see Chris Fairbanks because you're not just going to see a comic who is a master headliner and one of the funniest live performers there is. Oh, but you're going stop. to see people open for him yeah. that are great and either up and comers or like uh, great on their own yeah. as is.
1: Last time I met a bunch of great comics that I had never heard of. And it's a different scene than hanging out at the punchline or cops. Oh yeah. it, it was like kind of a underground type scene and I can do whatever I want.
0: There. It's the greatest. That's and, very uh, cool. Yeah,
1: it'll be it'll be really fun and then I'm in West West Bend uh near Milwaukee in April. That's all I got. That's it. That's, that's too far
0: out. That's too far. That's out. too far that's, out. I shouldn't have that's brought it plug up. Too far.
1: San Francisco only.
0: Here's my <laughs> plug. I'm definitely going to wash my hair tomorrow and that is my promise to you Chris, you Casey and all of America. There's a
1: lot of pressure to wash our hairs or at least shampoo it too much. Uh, just get it wet and put some conditioner in.
0: No, I can't. I have too. My hair's too greasy. It'll it, it'll oh. go all crazy.
1: See, I'm a dry scalp boy. <laughs> I don't get oily. I don't get even combination. Just dry and flaky. Is it
0: dry as a bone?
1: Oh God, it's it's just like the desert. Hmm. I looked last time I. Uh, was combing my hair, I saw tumbleweed roll by on it. Oh
0: no! And then a little <laughs> tiny, a little, a, a tiny, old,
1: a little <laughs> tiny one over a little,
0: a little dollhouse cow skull. God, we love <laughs> miniatures on this program. We support miniatures. If you haven't seen the PBS series The Miniaturist, mm-hmm. it's so good. It takes place in uh, somewhere in, uh, might be Lapland, might be Norway. <laughs> Did you watch the Miniaturist series? Chris? No. What? Uh,
1: how? It's, did, you know, did we Anna, just switch bodies? What am I, Fred Savage, and you're
0: Judge Reinhold? <laughs> kind of freaky did, Friday. This is my recommendation, recommendation to you if you're if you have P- access to the PBS streaming, because they have good shit on there. And one of the series is called The Miniaturist, and it's Anna Taylor Joy, who you know from The Queen's Gambit, the chess Netflix series. I love it's her. so good. Yeah. She's great. She was also an Emma. And she, this is one of her first things. And she plays this girl. Well, you just have to see it. Oh my God. 14 or 1500s Flanders or something. Some Scandinavian country. And I I don't know them because I don't do research because.
1: You're a twat. I'm a twat. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see if I have PBS. It's probably up in the smart channels next to arts and entertainment. That's right. I don't. I don't know if I had those, but I'm going to find Honor the only, I believe it's called the miniaturist. miniaturist. It's called
0: the miniaturist, and that and miniatures are a part of the plot, oh, and man. it's very fascinating.
1: I I loved because they kind of in hereditary they they blew it with the miniatures being part of the plot. It was just a side thing.
0: You know, I'm sure they had to cut. They had to cut some of the greater miniature scenes because they had to replace them with an old lady <coughs> being covered in coins <coughs> and worshiping the devil. Yeah, so that was yeah, more. Yeah, I let. That's point. a scary
1: movie. I liked it, but in the end, they're like, surprise! It's just the devil. I'm like, wait! <laughs> I thought Toni Collette was like dictating things with her miniature stuff.
0: I know. I and- know. It- we should look that up and see if there was a some kind of a.
1: I did. I was there like, was a
0: directional change.
1: Yeah, because why is she, yeah? Why'd she then make a tiny little decapitated head of her daughter when that just happened? It's like uh oh, parallels. Right. The Wait, room. did she
0: do it after? Even it in the
1: beginning, there's like a miniature room, and they zoom in, and it turns into the teenage boy's room. It's like oh, it's all set up for the this miniature world has something to do with this this evil spirit world. But
0: maybe that's what they meant. And it was that she yeah. somehow had something to do with the fact that the girls girl was beheaded.
1: Maybe, because mm-hmm. she got real weird in the end, especially when yeah, she, she sawed her own head off. Okay, it's, spoiler city. When she...
0: Sorry, everyone. <laughs> spoiler town, when she crawled up the wall and <laughs> oh, was up on the that, ceiling. Oh, that's scary just thinking about. It's so, so... Zip, 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 zip. That movie. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm going to oh, watch yeah. it right now. Okay. All
0: right. Well, that was
1: fun. That was a great one. Yep. We did it again. And High five. Keep doing it. You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? DYN
0: <laughs> A-R! AR.
1: This has been an Exactly Right production.
0: Produced by Casey O'Brien, mixed by Ryo Baum,
1: theme song by Karen Gilgara
0: artwork by Chris Fairbanks.
1: Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dynar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R
0: Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com.
1: Listen, subscribe, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. And you're welcome.